This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ooh. <laughs> Hello there. Hi, it's me, Tony Cantwell, co-host of the very popular Sexy Beast podcast. Um, this is just a bit of an intro to uh, our live episode at Electric Picnic. It was so much fun. Uh, so I want to say as well, a huge, a huge tanks. Imagine there was a tank that was a shoe. Oh, from the comedy brain of Tony Cantwell. Um yeah, listen, come here to me. Uh, live episode. It was so much fun. Electric picnic. I want to say a huge thank you to everyone who came um, because it was half 12 in the morning. Let's not kid ourselves. It says p.m. We all know that's at 12 a.m. Um, uh, so a huge thank you to that uh, to everyone who came. Uh, uh, and, and it was such a fun episode. Everyone was as equally delicate as, as me and Jago were. I didn't have a voice. At some points, Jago just doesn't want to talk. <laughs> Jago, Jago starts the episode by saying... Just to let you know, in case uh, I might just I might zone out. <laughs> so that's that's the sort of top drawer stuff you're into here. Uh, it was loads of fun, and uh, a huge thank you to Alison Spittle, who was as equally hungover but didn't show it at all, uh, and was so good just for keeping the conversation going and the energy high. Her beautiful brain is the fucking most the most weirdest thing, and it's the most perfect thing just for triggering new conversations. I mean, at one point I'm like, do you think you could fight an ape? And she's like. I could definitely kill a dog. And then we talk about killing dogs. So there you are. You know, in self-defense, of course. This isn't, okay. Um, but yeah, uh, just to let you know as well, 15 minutes into the app. Um, funnily enough, while Alison is talking about her encounters with the dead through a Ouija board, something goes wrong with the sound desk. Paranormal Activity 6? I don't know, but it happens. Uh, and also at the end, we get so excited by um, our movie trailer that we do at the end, which Alison takes part in, which is so much fun, uh, that we actually forget to tot up the final scores. And believe you me, we should have totted up the final scores because it's shaken, it shakes things up in the premiere crib. So you'll want to listen to that. And me and Jago will do a bit of a recap on that and get the rankings in order ahead of the next episode. So without further ado... This is Sexy Beasts Live, one without a voice and one who just chooses not to speak. Enjoy. If you travel high in the Himalayan region of Nepal, the landscape becomes cold, frigid and unforgiving. Wildlife is scarce, plant life virtually non-existent. As the winds howl and the snow whips around, you may barely make out a large ape-like figure. Your eyes do not play tricks on you. You have just encountered Nepal's most elusive inhabitant. The abom... The, ab- the abominable... The abominable... 
the Yeti. Hit the music. I'm going to hit the music. Sexy beast. You're just so sexy. Are you a Loch Ness monster? Or are you big but cryptid? So natural words. There's Conchie, Tony, and Jago. Oops, is a Wendigo. Hey, 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 come on after me. Who's the success? You slap me, smack me. With a Bigfoot dick, you can slap with me. Blasphemy. You dare come at me with a Bigfoot dick and Loch Ness monster pussy. Hey, baby, baby, sexy beast. beast. Welcome to Sexy Beasts. Hey. Forgot that earmuffs on that one there. Here we are at EP. Everyone here at the back. Come on, lie down here. Come up here. Lie down <laughs> lie here. Down the front. Yeah, come on, lie down here. Get comfy right up in here. We're all a bit delicate today. Yeah. So this is like a uh, little slumber party of a show. Everyone come on. Come out the front. Lie down. Oh, that's lie right real. Down that's there. real sexy. Get very <laughs> comfy. <laughs> Look at this guy's beer hat. That's it, but no beer in it though. Yeah. Um, who here has listened to our podcast Sexy Beast before? Give us a cheer. Ooh. Great. Um, so we are Sexy Beasts. We are your foray into the menagerie of the unexplained. Uh, if you've never heard the show before, every week we take a different creature, cryptid, monster. Uh, we rate and review the beast against other creatures in our premier crypt. Uh, so that we kind of you know, have a total leaderboard. We're like an audio version of Cryptid uh, Top Trumps. Uh, and this very special live version at the very end, we're also going to have Freak Encounters, where we have your submitted stories of times you've actually come in contact with a ghost or a wolf man. Uh, sometimes it's been an alien. So keep most, mostly a ghost. Most mostly a ghost or a banshee. So keep that in the back of your head, uh, and we'll ask you, we'll get you on mic later to tell your scary stories. Uh, my name is Tony Cantwell. I am the winner of Goss.ie's Cream of the Cock Award. Uh, and my co-host, as always, if he was a bell movement, he'd be a 4 a.m. shit at Electric Picnic marching. Yay, brilliant. Uh, that's fucking disgusting. <laughs> that is disgusting, yeah. yeah. Okay, um... So yeah, hello. Anyway, I'm a bit fragile today, so if I sort of zone out. Are you saying if you fall asleep on stage? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, Jago, how have you been enjoying Electric Picnic? Uh, yeah, it's good. What's, uh, what's everyone's favourite act they've been seeing? No? Just you. Hey, oh. Thank you very much. Uh, what's your highlight been so far, Jago? Um, this, uh, scratch. Did anyone see the Scratch? You. No, yeah. Woo. Kendrick Lamar? Yeah, unreal. I would say my highlight was um, thinking that we were being real uh, sneaky, sneaking into the Electric Ireland uh, <laughs> pub at the or behind to steal drink, uh, and then being told that we were very visible, we were just walking sideways. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out uh, crabs are not invisible, so... Crabs are not invisible. There Walk you sideways, you can still Fact see. Fact of the day. Um, and I would say the worst thing that's happened so far, we got a kebab last night in a place called Leash Kebab, right? That's the worst thing I've ever eaten in my whole life. <laughs> and you know what? I've only eaten one meal in Leash so far. My opinion is, the food in Leash sucks. But anyway, um, <laughs> we are a monster podcast and we're here at a music festival. Jago, who are you most looking forward to seeing? The Yeti. No, the puns, Jago. Oh, uh, Kendrick Lamar, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really looking forward to seeing Jersey Devil wear. That's a, that's a play on the Jersey Devil and uh, Jesse wear. Uh, I'm also looking forward to Jua Lipa Cabra. Hey. So, 
Do you have any more? Um, David Kitty Cat. What does that? What does that mean? <laughs> like a, an animal, it's a cat. So we're <laughs> so today we're going to be talking uh, about the Yeti, the abominable snowman, uh, and we have a very special polter guest. Uh, the star and writer of Nowhere Fast uh, and the host of the extraordinarily more popular Alison Spittle <laughs> show, Alison Spittle! Hey! 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 Thanks so much for coming. Hello! Right. Let's right. get into it. Well, first and foremost, are you having a good festival? Um, define good festival. Like, um, no one has jumped on my tent yet, which is a blessing. Oh, really? Although I am sleeping beside what can only be described as a, a very big bully. Uh, a bully? A bully? Yeah. He's friends with these people, but he keeps calling them names. Like, like what? Fat virgin. Oh, yeah, fat virgin. Yeah, fat virgin. And I'm like... That could be uh, factual. Like, leave the person <laughs> alone. Do you know what I mean? It's weird when you go into a tent and because you're indoors, you feel like no one can hear you. Yeah, but it's essentially yeah, yeah. Like, it's essentially like screaming through a T-shirt. It literally <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, I really want to tell his friends, like, dump him, he's toxic. Like, he's even doing it this morning. Do you know? It's really, really bad. Like consistent with the fat virgin thing. Fat virgin or prick. And I'm like, <laughs> you're sleeping with these people. And, <laughs> you know, you, you trust them enough to, to sleep beside them. Like, I would put a pillow over his face. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just stop. Stop the psychological torment. Please, Fenton. Yeah. I presume his name is Fenton. Yeah, he sounds uh, like a Fenton. Um, yeah. Do you have any essential festival tips? Um. Oh, I do. Uh... Do you want actual, like, actual festival tips? Life, or? Ha life hacks. Yeah. Uh, bin bags. You will always have a need for bin bags. Um, oh, my God. I, I used the showers today. Well, I'm going to tell him. I'm going to tell him. So there's showers in the production area, and there was one shower that was just vacant, and there was a big queue, and I was like, sure, I'll, I'll give it a go. Let's see. It must be a hidden gem, you know, like Offley or something like that, right? <laughs> and, <laughs> and I opened it up. Someone had like taken a big shit in the shower. Like, I know. And a part of me, like, I've been discussing this with a lot of people. We're like a CSI, like criminal minds or something. <laughs> we're trying to get into the mindset of a shower shitter, do you know? Yeah. And we're like, why would they do this? Someone honestly said, maybe he had a bad childhood. And it's like, <laughs> that is not the answer for everyone, <laughs> you know? So you're saying someone in the production team with a bad childhood out of shit in the show. I well, let's that's the only explanation we have <laughs> so far. Either that or like I, look, if if you have the wherewithal to clean your body, you know, to have hygiene at a proper standard higher than a baby wipe, you have to cop on not to shit in a shower. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. I suppose you just you just I'm see a hole, you know, and you just know go what? for it. Even a Yeti wouldn't shit in a shower. Hey. It would have more, you know? <laughs> uh, uh, kill me. Uh, <laughs> Alison, what's your best technique for a sneaking drink into the main area? Um, a smile. Oh. <laughs> uh, taking an interest in the security person's life. 
Do you know? They're all from Scotland. They're all from <laughs> Scotland here. Just tell them how much you love Scotland. And uh, then just walk by. Yeah. Or I used to I used to get those little wine bags and oh, just yeah. put them on my belly, you know, sellotape them there and then just get my little tap. And uh, it looked like I had a colostomy bag, but <laughs> full of beautiful, beautiful wine. So... <laughs> I had a, I used to hollow out uh, Brennan's. You I, did not. So I would put the, the heel down and then I'd hollow it all out and just put the crusts up and then have a bo- bottle in there, top yeah. wax bag. Such an expensive uh, <laughs> disguise though. Like I'm sure little bread, the, the Ballymore crust, that's the brand. <laughs> you know, they've got a waxy bag too. I'm just saying that's a very expensive disguise. So, yeah, well, that's like hollowing out a Chanel bag. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Primark will do, you know, it'll be grand. Well, they, they caught on. Well, we, we went in and then we did that. And then we like, uh, we went to the, the jacks and then just threw all the crusts everywhere, hey. you know. Yeah. And then uh, and then we just hadn't even thought about it. But the next day we went in doing the same trick and someone yeah. just grabbed it. And he was like, ah, the old Brennan's trick. Is <gasps> oh. No. So oh I, sh- I shouldn't have left the crusts all over. the. T- you shouldn't litter in general. Really. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Although at Oxygen, uh, the security wouldn't let me in with the with the one liter vodka I had, and I went, "Fecky, I'll just drink it here." So I did, <laughs> and I got violently sick during Paolo Natini and destroyed my friend's day. <laughs> <laughs> I was in bed by four. <laughs> I'll show you. <laughs> yeah. Take that, society. Take that. Um, yeah. So talking about cryptids. Yeah. Because uh, we're a cryptid podcast. Do you know much about cryptozoology? No, and I'm very excited. What, when you say cryptozoology, mm, I actually don't know what that means. So, no. Uh, <laughs> we, shouldn't, we shouldn't have done this. Yeah, we shouldn't have done anyway, um, <laughs> uh, It's basically like the, it, it adds a science to the, like people looking for weird shit. It okay. gives it credibility by calling it a science. Ah, uh, oh, my, my sister fancied a weird fella. Uh, and they used to go off taking pictures of light orbs, but they were just oh, dust the ghosts particles. Oh, in the camera, yeah. Yeah, it's dust. Mm. You can, you know, you can say it it's a dust. spirit of a 16th century maiden, but <laughs> it's actual dust. Like, you know, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm mad into, I filmed a documentary called Culture Club, right? And we, we filmed it in the ancient centre of Ireland, which is a village away from my village. The, my village, right, is surrounded by two incredible villages, right? One, uh, Michael Jackson stayed at for a few months, right? Um, and I was in TY at the time, and the girl that I went to class with used to make Michael Jackson's beds. And wow. I asked her, I was like, what does he do? What does he get up to? And she's like, he eats porridge, mostly. That's the only information really? she had on Michael Jackson. I was like, that's so him. That is <laughs> such a Michael Jackson. In bed, that's so lavish. Yeah, yeah, he used to have porridge. Uh, and the other, the other village, which is a place called Calaire, is a place where the cat stone is, and it's supposed to be the ancient point of centre of Ireland. And there used to be five provinces of Ireland. Uh, there's Munster, Ulster, uh, Connacht, Leinster and then Mead and Westmead and Mead were a province and the five high kings used to meet up and have a big party in Clare <laughs> and I went filming there anyway and there's supposed to be a ferry fort and uh, I was filming in a ferry fort none of the electrical equipment would work Whoa. yeah yeah 
That's weird. Like uh, battery, battery problems? Probably <laughs> batteries, but <laughs> let's say it's the spirit oh. of ancient Ireland. Do you know? The spirits of ancient Ireland hate electronic equipment. Do you know? They must have got done in by Power City or something <laughs> like that. Power City must have... A hex on you, Power <laughs> yeah, City. Yeah. Um, That's why Extra Vision is closed down now. They made sure <laughs> that. And Sharp Busters. <laughs> uh, have you ever met a witch or other member of the occult? I've done a Ouija board <gasps> before. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I tried oh, sure, I, I tried to do a Ouija board when I was eleven at my own slumber party. And uh my friends got scared and ratted on me to my mother. Now my mother's got two rules in her house, right? And one of them is don't be doing any Ouija boards, right? Because yeah. she knew a person that did a Ouija board and he ended up in the mental. So <laughs> that was the thing. The other rule is don't be writing any fellas you're not in love with. And she said she knew a girl that wrote a fella she wasn't in love with, and guess where she is now? Mental. The mental. Oh now, my God. yeah. And and I have I used to think she was an idiot, but I did do both those things, right? <laughs> and I did have to seek professional help in my adult life. <laughs> so there's some wisdom there. Do you know what I mean? There's some wisdom. When there's only ever two rules as well, you know, there are normally good yeah. rules. It's like the Jimmy Leap and new rules. One, don't do a Ouija board. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and there's loads of rules of a Ouija board. Like, yeah, you're supposed to put a ring of salt around you when you do the Ouija board because it keeps out bad spirits yep. and slugs. You don't want any of that shit. <laughs> at a no, you're on a Ouija board. No, 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 no. no. Um, yeah, so there's a, there's a fair few rules when it comes to it. Did you actually get any good info from the spirits? Well, I so one time I properly did a Ouija board uh, with my friend William. His, his parents were gone away to Marbella for the week. And it just kind of goes to show you the social life that we had. Like, normal people have house parties. And William was like, do you want to speak to the dead? <laughs> uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, I do, I do. So um, we did a Ouija board. We put the ring of salt around us. And we were that protective as well. William had the two options. We had the Saxa table salt or the Don Carlos salt flakes, right? Ooh. And we gritted that kitchen with salt flakes, so we did just destroyed the place. <laughs> and we got chatting to a fella. We, we put our hands on the vessel. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't spell his own name at first. You know, he <laughs> must have been drunk. He was like, Adagum. We were like, what kind of name is that? We said, is your name Adam? And he said, yeah. Now, at first, he, we said, is there anybody there? And the vessel went straight to X. And I took X as a form of aggression and I got scared. <laughs> right. So this is the part where the ghosts have clearly had a bit of fun. Being like, no, don't tell them about the Ouija board. We're pig ghosts. Or, you know, whatever, whatever ghosts do. So let's cut back to Alison talking about how she's being chased by a banshee. Ooh. I threw myself, uh, the, the faster I ran, the louder the banshee got behind me. And I threw myself into a ditch, right? And I just went, take me, banshee. Take me. And as I was in the ditch, the noise had stopped. Now, Donna was an embarrassingly far amount away from me, right? She, there was one person that was going to die in this situation. Uh, and and uh, she had stopped too, because the noise had stopped for her as well. And we realized, right, what was the sound of what we thought was the sound of a banshee was actually the sound of wind blowing for our hoop earrings. <laughs> so that's the most most ghost story you'll ever hear in your life. That's brilliant. Yeah. That's whopper. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> hey, that's a great story. Hey.
Okay, I'm gonna throw some quick ones at you. Bigfoot. What's Big going foot. on? So that's like the the yeti. Similar. Oh, yeah. it's very it's different. similar or different. It's very different. different. How different? Uh, one lives in the Himalayas and the other lives in Washington. Himalayas. What? Himalayas. What? It is actually Himalayas. So don't look at me like that. <laughs> the Himalayas. Say it wrong. You've been offending everyone. All the Nepalese people I know. Yeah, no, and the other ones in Chicago. In Chicago, that's right. So which one? Do you remember Harry and the Hendersons? That's yeah. a Bigfoot. That's no, he's the Washington fella. He's Washington, yeah. Okay, and which one is Alf? Uh, Alf's a. <laughs> what is Alf? Alf's a, an <laughs> alien he's who an eats alien. cats. He eats cats, yeah. He eats cats. Yeah. That what? Yeah. Is there a name for him? Like, oh, it can't Alf. be like yeah. he eats cats. That's like Voldemort, he who must not be named. <laughs> he, <laughs> he who, who eats, eats cats. cats. <laughs> um, fairies, you believe in? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So I feel like I'm leading you there. Oh, well, no, I do because um, my my mother got a bit of land, and the neighbor said you can't build on that land. There's fairies there, and she said no, I'm going to build on that land. And then my parents had a divorce, and uh, we think it was the fairies. <laughs> <laughs> That prevented from <laughs> us from building. We were told as well we wouldn't get any mobile phone reception. Re because of, of the, the fairies. fairies. Yeah. Uh, what What do you make of the abominable snowman? From what you know. Oh, uh, I okay. So the abominable snowman. I'm from Westmead, and the abominable snowman has a Westmead connection, right? Yeah, spot on. Yeah, it's like you know, if the abominable snowman went on the Late Late Show, <laughs> and Ryan Tuberty would be, I believe you have some Irish connections, <laughs> and he would go, Yes, Ryan. <laughs> and what do you think of the country? Do you like Ireland? Yeah, I love it. And then the whole crowd would go, Yeah, give him the freedom of the city. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so the abominable snowman, uh, it's a guy called Charles Howard Berry. And he owned a Belvedere house at the turn of the 20th century. And he was a jack the lad around really? town. Yeah, he shot uh, a tiger in the face. Jesus. Uh, he, he, also, he, went, he went exploring. So he went to Burma and he went to all these different countries. He, he, he shot a lot of stuff, right? But he spared a bear. There was a bear, right, called Agu. And he brought a goo back to Westmead and would wrestle it in his garden as entertainment. <laughs> and then the bear escaped and lived for 20 years in Westmead. <laughs> yeah. Under it's a different like, name. Yeah, under <laughs> witness protection. <laughs> Although Westmead got a lot of that, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I used to get lost. Yeah, so, um, so he went to the, the... Can you pronounce it for me? Himalayas. He went to the Himalayas. Hima yeah. He went to the Himalayas, yeah. He went to the Himalayas and uh, he he had a Sherpa. And now the Yeti is like very big in, uh, in um, what's the name? Nepalese culture. Anyway, and they, they're known as the Yeti. But there was a mistranslation with, uh, with his Sherpa and he was explaining. He saw like an ape-like creature and the Sherpa got scared and he was like, he said what it was. But the translation went bad. And uh, he was trying to say, like, dirty snowman. But Rex... Po oh, no, sorry. Rex is, is Howard's boyfriend. Charles Howard's... Barry. I'll tell you about that in a minute. Uh, Char Charles, Charles um, misheard it and said it was the abominable snowman. Now, he, Char Charles was a lot like Gemma Collins. Like, he was a fecker for the media, you know. <laughs> and he went straight back to the papers. And he's like, I've, after discovering the abominable snowman... And uh, so that's the Westmead connection. He's not, he doesn't, you know, it's not, not as 
it's as tenuous as uh, Ronald Reagan's connection to, yeah. <laughs> to Ireland. But or Barack Obama's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there you have so the abominable snowman. So what, what, we, what we normally do is we, we look at a creature and then we break it down into different categories and we give it a rating. So our categories are fighting. So it's feck analysis, yeah. F-E-C. Clever name, feck. <laughs> so it's fighting, evidence, and cool factor, right? Cool factor. But beforehand, what we normally do is to kind of get a, an idea of, of the creature. Uh, we like to do the elevator pitch. So Jago's going to do the elevator pitch. But the way we do it is, is it's as if Jago is chatting someone up in a kitchen at a party and is trying to explain what the Yeti is while also flirt. <laughs> this is terrible. So you're at, a, you're at a Nepalese party. You're cracking on. I walk up to a Nepalese woman and I yeah. say, Hey, have you heard of the Yeti? Yes. Okay. The Yeti, the name actually literally means rock man in a Nepalese, eight to ten feet tall, red, white, or brown, um, large ape like hands, and uh, that's about it. Do you fancy me yet? <laughs> I'm, I'm yours. Yes. Yeah. Hey. Um, so the Yeti, um, surprisingly not white. Not like you'd see uh, on the Rudolph, that animated thing that he was in where he was white. He's oh, actually yeah. brown and shaggy. Yeah. Um, and I have uh, a few In a pre-Buddhist culture, uh, the Lecha people who were before the Nepalese, they worship things called the glacier giants. And they were like the bodyguards of Nepal, mm. which is pretty spot on. Yeah, so there's this... See, what's great about this podcast is uh, because we <laughs> review things, we don't... We think, oh, we can just give our opinions on it. You know, we don't have to do too much research. Um, but yeah, they were basically the bodyguards of like Shangri-La. So huh? Yeah, I just realized I left my phone charging and... Uh, <laughs> is it still there? Can you just have a check there? What? Yay! Yay! Okay, <laughs> I can now sleep calmly. Let's go. Right, let's talk about it. I thought I you were just terrified of the, the Yeti, the face equipment across you there. Well, you see, there's a more realistic... Look, there's more realistic to expect uh, my phone being robbed than a Yeti coming in here. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, being, I'm being logical. I'm being, unless a Yeti came in and stole my phone. <laughs> <laughs> hey. mm. Well, look, it can probably steal... But can this thing fight? No, fighting. What do you think? Yeah, 100%. It's unreal. Uh, fighting. It's, like, it's a big ape. It's basically a gorilla. Could you fight a gorilla? Um, so, it's in, funny you say that, right? Because I have a bit prepared for that. No. Um, <laughs> No, basically, I was looking... Because basically, this is like a giant ape man, right? Yeah. So I googled, could a human fight a gorilla, right? Yeah. W what do you think? Oh, it depend what the gorilla had done to me. Do you know what I mean? Moses. Stole your phone. It's not, okay, a gorilla <laughs> stole my phone. Um, I feel like it would just get your finger... It would get its fingers in your chest cavity and tear you apart. Absolutely. And then, like, eat your organs. <laughs> So get this, that's, yeah. That's what I would feel a gorilla would do. I mean, massive fangs, right? Gorillas are 15 times stronger than the average man. Right. 15, right? And gorillas can also run, on average, between 20 and 25 miles per hour. Usain mm. Bolt runs at 23 wow. miles per hour. I'd fight a greyhound. <laughs> that would be the biggest animal I would fight. Because it's like it's how slender. How would you take it down? It's, I'd just kick it in its face. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wouldn't, wouldn't that be the best? I don't know. What's the most humane way? An injection. Sleep. Sleep. <laughs> Maybe I'd try and do that with a gorilla. With a gorilla. But that's, but that's a... Uh, do a Harold Schiff menage. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> But that, that's a five-foot gorilla. What about a 10-foot Yeti, right? So uh, there's this... Have you ever heard of the Dyatlov Pass incident? No, tell me more. Has anyone ever heard of the Dyatlov Pass incident? Also known as the Devil's Pass. Also known yeah. as the Devil's Pass. So this is an attack that's attributed to the Yeti, right? So uh, in the... Uh, I think it was the 1950s. Nine uh, Russian hikers, uh, all carrying the highest possible certification uh, possible when missing in the Ural Mountains in Russia. Their bodies were found, and they had found that they had all died of hypothermia. One guy had a crack in his skull, uh, but was not fatally wounded. Uh, a later, so basically a key part of this is, right, They uh, the, their tents were found slashed from the inside. <gasps> so they were trying they to flee something. Out of it. Oh my God. So that's the belief. But when they found them, one guy, uh, two people had uh, injuries, major chest fractures, and the doctor said that the force required uh, would have had to been compared to uh, the force of a car crash in the a chest. In the chest? In the chest. Um, there was no external wounds, uh, although uh, two of them were missing their tongues and their eyes. What uh, the hell is that <laughs> Yeti up to? And, Jesus. Uh, and there was also some radiation found on their clothes. So... Right, the Yeti is responsible for the radiation. How can we explain that? It's just... Uh, I think this is like making a murderer, so it is. The <laughs> Yeti has framed. been framed. <laughs> yeah. Why would an ape just eat the tongue and the eyes? Like, does he suck them out? Like, well, like a Ferrero Rocher, just <laughs> treating the skull? Oh, Mr. Like... Ambassador, you're oh. spoiling us with these tongue and eyes. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, apes always go for apes. Apes, apes surprisingly always go for the penis first of a what? man. What? Yeah. Pen penis and anus of an animal. It's anus. A, yeah. Oh ho 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 ho. There you go. There you go. And, uh, and I don't also, know how I know that, but there you go. And they look to as well rip uh, rip hands and faces off, like that woman who had the face transplant. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, do you remember that? Every conversation that I have leads to that incident. <laughs> That was sad, wasn't it? It was quite yeah. sad. Um, but there's other uh, other ape uh, attacks. So or I have one here uh, in... Where is it? I have it here. Um, so in 1974, it was reported that a 19-year-old yak herder was assaulted by a four-foot-tall yeti, which had killed five of her yaks by twisting their horns. Uh, Nepali police say... Uh, and that's the end of my sentence. <laughs> okay. What did you make of that? Uh, I think that's also tragic. But do I think it's a Yeti? Well, this is more so I'm... See, we do it a bit weird where we talk about fighting before we talk about evidence. evidence yeah. Oh, oh um, okay, okay. Oh, so I'm afraid. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm afraid of the Yeti. Yeah. So if you were if you were to give... <laughs> it's, it's sucking out people's tongues and eyes. Yeah. I'm afraid of it. <laughs> we, we give it a score uh, between one and ten. Uh, in terms of fighting, what would you give the Yeti? Ah... Look, I imagined it would eat all the organs, so I'm only going to give it an eight. Oh, oh an eight? Yeah, an eight. Yeah. Very high. I also gave it an eight. And I, too, gave it an eight. Oh. We're in tandem. Now let's yeah. move on to a cheeky bit of evidence. Do you, do you ever... There we have jingles oh. for everything, please. Oh, sorry. <laughs>
is the evidence, sir. I'm just writing something down. Evidence. Okay. Evidence. So uh, here's here's a bit of evidence for you. Um, wait, it's coming up. So here's a bit of evidence. Uh, so this is in 1832. Uh, there was a B.H. Hodgson uh, reported that his Sherpa guides had seen a towering non-human covered from head to toe in dark hair. Uh, at the site, Hodgson with his armed party, this thing apparently fled in terror. They later said that it was an orangutan, but it was 17,000 feet in the Alps. Right. <laughs> That's not normal. In that is not, yeah. Like so that is above the tree line, that is outside of anything that's habitable, outside of any vegetation. Are we only allowed, are the only two options Yeti or Orangutan? There could, is could a we have bear. A There's a bear that may live, uh, like a prehistoric bear. Well, look, bears live in Westmead, so <laughs> I can believe anything, you know? Jacob, what do you think? What, what do you what, think what, as what? an audience, actually? Like, mm. does that seem to. I'm 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 skeptic, and I feel I'm right. Yeah, to what's be. The, what's the general consensus? Do you think a yeti exists, or even a bigfoot exists? Yeah. Well, it was it was so it's been in uh, Nepalese folklore for thousands of years. They mm. revered it for years, but it was really came into prominence in 1951 uh, when they found this thing called the Shipton footprint. So uh, during an expedition on Everest. Uh, you had Eric Shipton, Michael Ward, and actually Edmund Hillary before he mm. was before he finally traversed, uh, found a footprint that was about two foot tall, and even actually Edmund Hillary put his pickaxe down just for scale, uh, and this is visible seventeen thousand massive footprint looks ape like has a big thumb and everything. I believe that then that's evidence. Yeah. There you go. So okay, you could it not be just like a Nepalese like taking the piss out of the white man? They could have. They could have been doing that. Well, what, what evidence? What evidence do you have, Jacob? Um, but you just read about the Edmund Hillary stuff. I have about that. But um, there's a lot of sightings, and as I said, the Letcher people they have statues that have been on back years. The rock, Yeti means rock man, as I said before. Um, so it's I don't know. It's just I don't want to believe, but I. Why don't you want to believe? I don't know. It's a really boring one, Yeti. Isn't what? It? Oh, sorry. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> no, of, of all the cryptids we've done, the Banshee, unreal. Yeah. Love them. Uh, Aswang. Did you ever hear the Aswang? Well, basically, it's a flying... Um, flying dismembered uh, torso. That eats fetuses, yeah. Pretty what? cool. Yeah. Someone should tell David Quinn about that. <laughs> <laughs> Get him on the case. He'll write a scathing thing about it. So <laughs> here's another interesting piece of evidence, right? So this is uh, two stories in uh, two Chinese officials in Tibet, okay? So uh, where are we? The... So in 1979, uh, two Chinese officials were living in a hillside hut where they were forced to do compulsory part-time farm work. Sounds like gas crack. Um, he went home, one of them went home that night um, and they were in a flimsy hut. One of them thought his friend was playing a joke and uh, because he uh, felt his hand on his face. So he slapped the hand away, um, but then realized that it was furry Ooh. and freaked the fuck out. Um, so calling his friend for help, they found this thing. They wrestled this hairy, chest-high creature to the ground. They tied it up, and they went back to sleep. Uh, <laughs> okay. They apparently said that they were exhausted from all the farm work, uh, but in the morning, it had escaped. Oh, it's, it's always a way. It's always a way. Uh, so they said that they were... Uh, 
that they were quite uh, accustomed to catching various wild animals and tying them up, like birds, monkeys, and bears. Fair yeah. enough. Um, but then a similar story. So that's that's one 1979 Chinese official. So that's something that well, they found this thing and fucked off the next day. Um, Here's an interesting one. Uh, an early encounter uh, called the Yeti among Nepalese people was in 1950s when Chinese troops were um, patrolling Zhangmu, uh, a spectacular valley that descends the Tibetan plateau. Uh, a guard spotted a figure with long hair walking and crouching as it stealthily approached its post. He assumed it was one of the many prostitutes <laughs> that used to sneak into Nepal to seek clients. Uh, and he dropped his rifle to go and arrest it. He seized it in the darkness, feeling what felt like a, a fur coat, dragged it towards the guard hose. However, it broke free, ran down the steep gorge, which no human could have scaled, and its footprints found in the morning were not human. So what do you think of that? Uh, <laughs> That's a lot of information. That is a lot of... Wait, what? Um, so he thought it was a hairy prostitute. Sex, okay. work, sex worker. Uh, what? I, I read prostitute, but I should have said sex worker. Oh, sex worker, yeah. He thought it was a hairy sex worker. Yeah. And, yeah. and then he dropped his rifle to arrest said hairy sex worker. Yeah. And it was a... And uh, it was a monkey man. Okay. Has, has any of these explanations ever been uh, explained with drugs? Like... Do you know, that hasn't actually come up a lot. That hasn't actually come up at all. Yeah. Yeah, funnily it's enough. It's a weird one. It's usually men playing tricks, being a bit pricks. Well, what, well, are you ever going to bring up lords... As like uh, lords, or like not like Jesus. Yeah, you know the oh lords, oh, the lords. apparition yeah. of Mary. Like uh, there should be some evidence-based stuff on that. <laughs> we Take probably it. will go into it at some point. Yeah, yeah. God will be one at some point. Ooh, I imagine edgy, 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 stuff. edgy controversial. Um, that would be the big one. <laughs> <laughs> so look, the, these are a lot of the things that people. These are stories of of the, the Yeti apparently being seen, but. Explanations for what it potentially could be hmm. uh, yeah. is an orangutan just up in Everest, yeah. just chilling out. Got lost on its journeys and just went up the mountain. Could potentially be Gigantopithecus. Hmm. What's that? This is Gigantopithecus is a 10-foot bipedal ape that roamed around uh, the areas of Tibet and Nepal. In fact, they found a massive jawbone. So it was like a 10-foot ape, but it didn't walk on, on its knuckles. That, that sounds... And it, and it, that did, sounds and like it did exist. That's what it is, then. <laughs> Isn't that? But that it was been, it's perfect. been extinct for hundreds of thousands of years, though. Yeah, about so. hundred thousand years. But sure, maybe one just uh, went to a cave, fell asleep, and woke up. Exactly. And that's what, when the white man was knocking on his door, Edmund Hillary. Yeah. Could be. Well, look, I gave this thing. I I thoroughly believe it exists. Yeah. And so I gave this an evidence score of eight. See, I gave it a hard time, but I actually do think it exists. So. Eight as well. Ah, sure. Let's do eight as well. Eight, eight. 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 all together. Because I don't want you to play that song. Do you ask? Uh, do you ask like about the writability of all of these? See, that's how this so interesting. Well, so, <laughs> that, right? So yeah. we, Tony came to me. He's like, oh, I have an idea for a podcast, and I was like, what? Is like cryptids. I was like, unreal. Love Bigfoot. Love all that stuff. And he goes, how sexy could we get? Could you have sex with Bigfoot? And or how would you seduce Bigfoot? And so if he shaved, yeah. Shaved them and brought them out for dinner. <laughs> yeah. So that, that was the original idea. The actual yeah. sexy beasts came from a podcast where we would go through <laughs> different cryptids and think how we would seduce it. <laughs> um, but it just, it just, 
it, it, got, really it got weird. Like it got really. It got weird, weird when, yeah. especially when we were like talking about foot massage and the big foot. We were like yeah. writing down a date, and yeah. it was like, I feel like I'm coercing him now without his full consent. Yeah, and it didn't feel good. <laughs> yeah, that's a different type of podcast. So, we, so we jacked that in because technically he's a beast, like he's an animal. So it's a bit bestiality. Well, we hopefully you know that it's cognizant. <laughs> but look, last thing that we do as well is cool. Is this thing cool? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's mad cool. Oh uh, yeah, I think it's cool. I'll yeah, think. I think if you put a pair of sunglasses on him, he could be cool. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But he's also like so iconic. You know, you see the Eddie all over the place. Mm. He's what been the mascot for like every Winter Olympics ever. I think uh, what was it um, Burma? All their stamps have the Eddie on it. Have the Eddie on it. Yeah. Uh, of course, your man, the the, the Wampas from from Star, from Star Wars: Empire Strikes mm. Back. Oh yeah. Oh, but Monsters, Inc. There's a Yeti in Monsters, Inc. There is, yeah. Yeah. Sully? Jesus, didn't think about that. No, yeah. no, it's oh, Sully's mate. No, there's another one. There's an actual Yeti. I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah. Mm. Um, but what we do to try and pick up, uh, to try and reinforce how cool it is, yeah. is normally we do um, movie trailers. Oh. Now, we don't have a movie trailer, but we do have a movie trailer, but we've kind of written a script for a short play. Amazing. Let's would you, do would it. Would you be in this, please? Yes. This yeah. is our Yeti movie. Uh, What's my script. character name? Your character's name is Susie. Oh, so I like it. Here you go. So, and there's going to be soundtrack for this. So, okay. here you go. There's your script. Beautiful. Uh, and I haven't seen this now. What character am I playing? Oh yeah, you're Susie's dad. Lovely. And you're also uh, Sherpa Tenspot. <laughs> here you go. Is your script? When did you write this? Uh, wrote this this morning. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Where, where was I? Um. Not at breakfast. Uh, right. I've got all the crap pages. Hang on. Here we go. Did you do something in the shower having a shit? <laughs> <laughs> I've fucking been found out. Oh, no. My childhood. <laughs> <laughs> it was you. <laughs> That's why I went silent when you mentioned it. I was just like, no. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Uh, so this is the Yeti movie, right? Okay. Are you doing stage directions? Mm. Susie's dad had gotten Susie's dad had gotten a big falutin job in Nepal, but that meant she had no friends. Aw, Dad, I hate it here in Nepal. I ain't got no friends. She hadn't made any friends yet. T. Ah. I know Susie, but your dad has an important job fracking the Himalayan Alps. <laughs> Susie's dad hadn't understood exactly how to be a father yet. T. Uh, <laughs> I can see where this is going. Uh, you can go mountaineering. I've hired you a Sherpa. I, oh, what? I'm so oh. bored. <laughs> There's nothing to do around here. Susie hadn't found anything to do around here yet. T. Uh, <laughs> oh, and this is me now. This is you. you can go mountaineering. I've hired you a Sherpa. Meet Sherpa 10 spot. I'm sure pretends well. Uh, how are you going? How's it going, Susie? Here, come here to me now. Do you want to go climb a fucking Everest? Okay, Sherpa Ten Spot, lead the way. But Susie hadn't even got her bronze climbing certificate yet. T. So falls from a great height and lands into an ice canyon. Ah! 
Ah, Jesus. Leave it out. <laughs> Susie awakens hanging upside down in an ice cave. A dark, shaggy figure is eating a leg of mountain goat. She frantically tries to pull herself out. The figure spots her and makes her way over. Takes his way over. Ah, the abominable snowman. That's you. Oh, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> ah, I really do hate that name. They're about to learn that their new mountainous friendship is about to reach new heights. Yet. T. So now we see a montage of friendship. Yeti is carrying Susie around the Alps. They're building snowmen. Both of them are feasting on a goat leg. Susie falls asleep on the Yeti's chest. T. And the next morning, Frack Corp USA arrives on the scene with Susie's dad driving the fracking machine. Susie waves at him to stop. Dad, stop! Please don't frack Mount Everest. <laughs> I have to. Because of global warming, we need this snow for our Aspen Lodge. I don't know how fracking works. <laughs> ah. Susie pulls the steering wheel from the big fracking machine and it crashes, throwing Susie's dad through the windshield. He hangs from a cliff face. Yeti, you have to save him. My dad can't die yet. <laughs> the Yeti swings over his, using his icicle vines to Susie's dad. Yeti, please help me. Long live the king. Susie's dad falls to his death and fracking, <laughs> and fracking is discontinued forever. <laughs> Yeti. Climbing up on South Street. You should take up comedy. So, <laughs> so off the back of that, I give this a cool of nine. Oh, I give it a I cool. I think it's pretty cool. Of nine. Oh, well, because he's a snowman, I'm gonna give it a ten. Because oh. it's so cool, it's ice cold. I can't hear you. I said, <laughs> <laughs> what's cooler than being okay. cool? The Yeti. Well, uh, do you know what? I am going to defer. Fuck's sake. I am going to defer to your 10 and give yeah. it a 10 as well. Yay! Which means we now get to play the I defer to you jingle. I defer to you. You have made such a compelling argument I defer to you I'm so dumb I can't even wipe my own ass I defer to you I tried to grab my phone But I'm so dumb I ended up grabbing a cactus I defer He did that What? What? When? His phone was ringing And he went to grab Grab it. And he grabbed a cactus by mistake. A cactus? <laughs> Isn't that the dumbest That's why I didn't want, I wanted us all to have the same score. Yeah, Everybody was like, fuck, I have no scores. I just said what you said. <laughs> uh, so, hey, listen, I was busy. I was cleaning. I put my phone down, got a text. A little, be, little, little prick in the hand. You didn't like put it up to your face. Hello. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's hands free then, you know. <laughs> I just, just took to your face. Um, so now we like to close out the show. Thank Ooh. you very much, in, uh, especially with the technical hiccups and everything. Mm. We like to close out the show with freak encounters. Okay. 
Do the jingle for everything. Freak Encounters. <laughs> So we asked at the top of the show, does anyone have a freak encounter, a scary story they'd be willing to share with us, please? Please, c- please come, come forward. Brilliant. Come on, a weird ghost thing that happened to you. Please, come up and uh, come on. Uh, even a blue what ghost. Do you what do you got? Come on. Go on. Come on, you, oh. sa- you have one. Come on. <laughs> well, look at we came prepared. <laughs> so here we go. Freak encounter. Or actually, do you have a, a scary story, like genuinely scary story of something mad that happened? Uh, I was flashed once. <laughs> that was scary. Yeah, that's not ideal. Uh, by a ghost? Uh, no, by a lad. I, like, literally, when the guards, I called the guards, right? And they were asked me for a description. And I was, like, very descriptive. <laughs> and I was like, they were like, what was he wearing? I said he was dressed like a member of the Backstreet Boys from the late 90s, right? And the guard wrote that down. <laughs> Do you know? And I'd love to imagine like he was on the radio later going, Nick Carter has struck again. <laughs> some you fella know? in like some like sheen, glossy white trench coat walking down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know what else. Oh, a, a lad once uh, broke into my house. Oh, Jesus. With a pillowcase over his face and a knife. And he wanted my... Fuck? He's like, car keys, car keys. And what did he want? Sounds like a Yeti. <laughs> he did. And I went to him. Uh, uh, I, I tried to learn how to drive when I was 15, but I couldn't work the clutch. I was literally apologizing to him for not passing my test, for not having a car. Uh, and then he just got me purse, took my dole, the bastard. Oh, Jesus. Stole my dole. Leo would love that. That's <laughs> <laughs> why I love you apologize to ghosts and housebreakers. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right, I got one that was sent in. Right. Here we go. Scary music coming up. Mm. Oh, where's it gone? There we go. Oh, I saw shit in a shower. That was scary. <laughs> ah. that was me. <laughs> this guy. Okay, this was sent in by Slimy Grimes on Instagram. So here we go. Scary story. Oh. When I was eight, we were at a wedding in Reading. I didn't mean for that to rhyme, but hey, here we are. Uh, um, uh, my sister and her husband were getting ready to go to the church. My sister took her three rings off and left them on the locker beside the bed. Um, and when she came out, they were gone. She searched everywhere, and her husband couldn't find them. And she went, got my mom and dad who searched, and pulled the room apart. And they found nothing. Um, they got the owner, and my brother-in-law stayed in the room. The owners had nothing to say. My mom went outside to speak to them, and my sister was in the room crying to her husband. Oh, my God, look. The three rings were on her dresser on top of each other. Everyone started screaming. And the owners still stayed quiet and informed my mom later that there was what they thought was a poltergeist haunting the room. What's weirder is this hotel guest house had prefabs at the back. And that's where me and my mom and dad were staying years later. 
there was a oh Jesus I haven't read any of this oh shit this got really years later dark. there had been a murder of two girls by a gang at them pre sorry it's a crap story thanks very much slimy <laughs> <laughs> oh my god keep, <laughs> keep it light Keep it light and airy, you know? Wow. Uh, what kind of hotel has prefabs? Yeah. Like, Haunted you'd expect that in a school, but not in a hotel. Shock at a wedding as well. Uh, well yeah. Just like, it's about no expense. You'd be pretty pissed off if you were in a prefab hotel for a wedding. Anyway, sorry. Is that the horrible bit of it? That's uh, at that, the back of the prefabs. That's the back. Um, well, look, that's it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming out yeah. uh, and for yeah, to supporting us here and uh, packing this place it's out. Roasting, roasting. How roast are you feeling? So I really oh, do appreciate muggy. that. Oh, it's so muggy. I know. It's so, I tell you that this weather is so muggy. Um, geez, I almost want to give it my wallet. <laughs> so um, nice guys. Uh, Alison, yes. where can we see you next? Oh, so I'm interviewing Sharon Horgan. At quarter past six in this tent right here. I'm so excited about it. Woo. She's my hero. And um, also, I'm doing the comedy tent at uh, 6.50, 6.50 on Sunday. And uh, it'll be fun. All right. And uh, if you see me uh, out generally at Electric Picnic, please don't approach me. <laughs> I'm kidding. Do. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I was being I was being facetious for fun, but I'm not a bitch. Uh, <laughs> you know? Well, also thank you very much. And guys, thank you very much, Miss Sexy Beast. Supernatural vampires, banshees, Tony and Jago. Oops, says that Wendigo. Hey, 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 coming after me. Who the fuck said you could laugh at me? Smack with me. With a big foot dick you could slap with me? Blasphemy. You could dare come at me with a big foot dick and Loch Ness Monster pussy. Very, very sexy. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network. 